Star Wars 7x7 episode 3,396. One Normal Day is the name of the Wicket story in the From a Certain Point of View collection for Return of the Jedi. And this one, I think, is my favorite of the four that we are discussing this week. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So as we've done these little mini-series of looks at the short stories in The Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view collection, I've named my favorite of each of the four stories that we have done in this little series. And this was a tough one. This, I think, was the toughest one of the sets of four that I've done so far. But ultimately, One Normal Day is, I think, my favorite of this particular set. It is Wicked story. Most of it takes place outside of the events of Return of the Jedi. And I guess depending on timing, it might even take place technically outside the original trilogy because it takes place early on in the Empire's efforts to build a second Death Star. And it's funny how Wicket thinks of the Empire's minions as bugs because as opposed to Ewoks who build in the trees, the Empire is building in the dirt. He finds where they're building what appears to be the shield bunker that we see in the climactic battle on Endor in Return of the Jedi. And when he looks at the biker scouts, he sees basically hard shells that look like, uh, I never pronounce this word right, the carapaces of bugs, just like the exoskeletons of bugs and their eyes and their helmets kind of look like bug eyes. And so he feels like this is a you know, not a nice thing to say basically because he decides that it's only going to be in his own private mind that he's going to refer to them as bug people and he hates bugs. It says in the narrative that he hates bugs. He does eventually confess this to Princess Nisa in some of their conversations. They are the best of friends and Nisa, by the way, is the only daughter of Chief Chirpa in case that matters for you keeping track of characters and their associations. And the story involves Wicket's first encounters with the Empire, one where he just manages to dart away unseen, and then another where he is out in the woods and he you know, has already let people know that something weird is going on and he's over by the shield bunker. There have been ships that have been buzzing the trees and like knocking down branches and whatnot, which has been very distressing to the Ewoks. And Nisa and Poplu actually managed to drop what looks like an entire canopy of a tree onto a bunch of scout troopers and it's trees that have already been damaged. So, you know, it's not like she's doing any new damage or anything like that. And ultimately those scout troopers have spears that shoot red lightning out of them. So you gotta be careful of those things as Chief Chirpa tells Wicket. So Wicket and Nisa and Poplu managed to trap a couple of scout troopers in one of their net traps. And that's pretty much <laughs> what happens in the action of the story until there's a bit of an epilogue where we get to see Wicket and Leia's first meeting. And that's a very beautiful and fun moment too. And according to Wicket, Princess Leia reminds him of Princess Nisa, and anybody who has snacks to share, well, that's, you know, never a bad thing. But I really enjoyed the description of the forest as seen through these Ewoks' eyes, and I liked the kinship between Wicket and Nisa. I like the fact that Wicket is saying that he just wants one normal day, that he's known for having adventure find him. <laughs> 
as opposed to him seeking out adventure and he just wants to stay like tucked up in his blankets and it's a cramp in his foot that just starts him out of it. He doesn't have enough food in his hut and so he has to go out and get food and that's how all of this starts. And there are also references to other storytelling as well, including the Ewok movies. So <laughs> he has a moment reflecting on a ship that crashed and helping children and fighting monsters and whatnot, and that happens in Ewok movies. So we're almost like on the verge of canonizing that stuff, which I guess technically they probably wouldn't just say the Ewok adventure and Ewoks the Battle for Endor are just automatically canon. They would just sort of, you know, reevaluate the stuff that happened in there and start working those things in little by little. But it was very cool to see nods to those movies worked into the story as well. And so that's what I've got for you on this episode of the podcast and that's going to do it it's it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyrighted by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it